Hi, and welcome to the Homeschool Snapshots podcast. I'm Pam Barnhill, your host, and this is the podcast that gives you a peek into the lives of the homeschoolers next door. Hi, everyone. It's Pam, and welcome to episode 14 of the Homeschool Snapshots podcast. Hey, it is summer here. I hope it's summer where you are. We've been doing swim lessons these past couple of weeks. I have a bunch of little fish, but we do take swim lessons every summer. It's a skill I never really learned very well myself. You know, I do okay. It's something I want my children to be really good at. So every summer we take a couple of weeks of swim lessons, and that's usually the kickoff or the start of our summertime here. Now we are still kind of doing school and coming into the end of the year, doing our morning time and finishing some things up in math and reading, but we are getting ready to have a great break for pretty much uh, the month of June. And speaking of breaks, I do have to tell you that the Homeschool Snapshots podcast is about to take a break. We are going on hiatus for the summertime. Now, don't worry. We will be back in the fall with more great interviews with homeschooling moms. But I'm going to take a little break this summer, and I'm looking forward to it. And speaking of great homeschooling moms, I just have to say that today's guest, Miss LaToya Edwards, if there were two words I could use to describe LaToya, it would be good sport. Because let me tell you, there was something working against us when we were working on this interview. We had dropped phone calls and Wi-Fi problems and all sorts of issues, but we did manage to get the interview in, and I do think it is really going to bless you today. So I will be back with more from LaToya right after this message from our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Plan Your Year. The Plan Your Year Homeschool Planning Kit includes the forms that I use to plan my very own homeschool. And also included in the kit is a 78-page ebook where I walk you step-by-step exactly how to create a homeschool plan. We start with your homeschool vision, we work through goals, decide your course of study, a book list, and then we come out on the other side with basically all of the lesson plans you need for your entire homeschool year. It's really simple. I walk you through step-by-step, hold your hand through the entire process, and also included in the kit are 40 different forms. There are calendars, there's an attendance tracking form, lesson planning forms, goal forms, everything that you need. And these forms, you can write on them, you can print them and write on them, but you can also type on these forms on your computer. You could save them and then you can open them up again next year, make a copy and not have to start from scratch every single year. I walk you through how to do all of that when you get the kit. Also included in the Plan Your Year kit are two audio interviews from some of my favorite homeschooling moms and yours. There's an audio interview with Sarah McKenzie where we talk about planning from rest. And also there's one in there with Misty Winkler where we talk about what to do after you already have your plan. How do you implement that plan and what are some barriers to implementing your plan and how to work past those. So two great audio interviews also included in the kit. And right now, every Homeschool Snapshots podcast listener can get 20% off the Plan Your Year kit by using the code SNAPSHOTS20. Head on over to planyouryear.net, check out the kit, 
and use the code SNAPSHOTS20 to get your 20% off. And now, on with the interview. LaToya Edwards is a homeschooling mom of two, soon to be three, from sunny Florida. LaToya and her boys follow the Charlotte Mason method of homeschooling, and she blogs about that and more at LaToyaEdwards.net. She is a life coach with a heart for single moms, whom she encourages in their homeschool journey. Hi, LaToya, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Pam. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks so much for being here. Could you start by telling me a little bit about your family? Sure. I have two boys. They are nine and six, and they are almost as big as I am. And we have, I recently got remarried and have boy number three that's due this summer. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Well, how did you get started homeschooling? I kind of fell into it. I didn't know anybody that homeschooled other than the Duggars who I had seen on TV. When I was pregnant with my first son, my childbirth educator and doula was a single homeschooling mom that was in law school. And while we were going through our classes and through my pregnancy, I got to talking to her and really kind of seeing it in, you know, an actual action. And it kind of planted a little bug in my ear that stayed there for the next few years. And so when my oldest son was school age, it came time to start making those, you know, decisions. We're going to go school, private school. I'm an finishing up law school myself. And so as a single mom, trying to figure out going to be best for my children, what can I want all those things. And in the end, homeschooling really was the thing that I landed on as the right fit for us. Well, that's great. Let me start off by asking you a multiple choice question. Are you ready? Your homeschool day is most like which literary classic? Would it be A, The Odyssey, B, Little Women, C, Swiss Family Robinson, or D, Lord of the Flies? <laughs> Lord of the Flies. That'd be awesome. You know, I would probably have to go with Swiss Family Robinson. We actually just watched that movie a couple of weeks ago, and that would probably be the one that fits the best. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great movie. I love that one. Well, if you were walking down the aisle of the homeschool convention vendor hall, and you were to turn the corner and run into the younger version of yourself, what would you tell her? I would tell her to leave the vendor hall immediately. (laughs) (laughs) It can be a very overwhelming place. No, I think I would probably grab her and just let her that everything would be okay. Kind of take easy, not too much, put too much stress or pressure on her. I was a pretty high-strung homeschooler when I started. So that was something that I definitely needed to hear. Oh, that's great. And that's great that you know that about yourself now. Well, LaToya, which homeschooling book has most influenced you in your homeschool journey? That would most likely be The Charlotte Mason Companion by Karen Andriola. I started reading that book two years ago after kind of talking with another homeschool mom and just being frustrated because what I was trying to do just didn't seem to be working. And I had never heard of Charlotte Mason or her way of educating and raising children. And this principal, you know what, you should just you know, give it a try. And she recommended the book. And as I started reading the book, it was like the light kind of went on in my head and everything made sense. And it, you know, it really sparked my interest into learning more. It's really a journey from classical education into Charlotte Mason education. Well, what do you think is the biggest challenge you face as a homeschooler? I think for me, probably my biggest challenge has been falling into that deep pit of comparison. <laughs> 
being the first person in my family to homeschool um, and really not knowing any other homeschoolers, I really looked around a lot at the homeschoolers that I did know or that I did see, you know, and the bloggers and things on the internet, which are great resources. I kept trying to copy what those other families were doing and make them work in my home. And it long time to realize that that was just not going to work. I needed to figure out what was going to work for us, especially because for the last few years I was homeschooling, you know, as a single parent, learning to find what worked for us, you know, borrow bits and pieces from other people. Yes, but I was trying to homeschool somebody else's way and that just really caused more problems than it was helpful in the beginning. So once you kind of figured out your own rhythm, it became a lot easier for you. It did. And I think for me, as the teacher, I was doing things that worked for me and just were not working for my children at all. And so I had to learn to take into account how they learn the best and figure out how to make that work with how I teach, you know, to find our own kind of groove and style. Right. Well, fill in the blank for me. If my grown child blank, I will have succeeded as a homeschooling mom. My grown children love the Lord with all their hearts, then I will have succeeded. And how are you working them towards that end? You know, I really, probably in the last two years, I realized that homeschooling, at least for us, it's not really about academics. It's more about discipleship. And so switching to that focus really has helped to work towards that goal. So like, you know, we have non-negotiables. Bible and devotion time happens every single day, no matter what. And sometimes it's the only thing that we get done but we do, that's a priority. You know, I work a lot on character issues and heart issues with my children. And we just spend a lot of time, you know, learning about the Bible and scripture and just being together as a family. And I have put that as the focus more so than did we finish this textbook or have we, you know, completed this checklist for this subject. And that's really kind of changed the environment and just the focus of our school and our family. Well, do you have a a favorite read aloud, a favorite family read aloud that you guys have read? Oh my goodness. We have so many. We love to read. I would probably say the favorite read aloud that we've done so far is probably the Narnia series. Mm. Um, When my boys were, I think they were four and two, I started reading the series with them and we read through the whole thing. And recently pulled all their books off the shelf and my oldest can read them on his own now, but we also have audio versions of each of the stories. Mm-hmm. So they have been listening to that every night at bedtime for the last few months, and they're going through all seven stories. Yeah, those are big favorites at our house. Do you have the dramatized version? We have borrowed the Focus on the Family version from the library before. That's the version we have too, and they absolutely love it. Yeah, those are our favorite versions. Latoya, do you have a homeschooling pet peeve? It's when, you know, other people, they found what works for them and they just think that that's the only way to homeschool. And I think it causes some division and some unnecessary drama. Homeschool community, that's really unnecessary because there's so many options and choices available. There's not one way that's the way, you know, for everybody. And, you know, as I've found over the last few years, the way that you're doing it now might not be that you're you know, a few years from now as your family changes or your children get older or, you know, life happens and things like that. Right. Yeah. You have to figure out what works for you. Absolutely. Well, Latoya, if there are some single moms listening who really have a heart for homeschooling, but they just have no idea how in the world they could make this work, what advice would you give them? I think the first thing that I would say to single moms would be pray. 
you know, scripture tells us that God will give us the desires of our hearts and that he will equip us for the things that he calls us to. And so if you're really feeling called, don't let the fact that you are a single mom keep you from that. It can be done. You know, it might not be the easiest thing, but you can work it out. And I always like to tell moms that, you know, you might have a season where it's not possible, but don't give up. You know, I really, it's been hell and air and getting way outside of the box, you know, working till two in the morning so that we can on the table and also so that we can be there with my kids during the day. I mean, you've got to find what works for you and just stick to that. It might be that you homeschool during the day and have a sitter or a nanny and work at night. Maybe you school on the weekends, but you just really just got to play around with things and figure out what works for you. And I think above all else, be sure that you have a community of support, other homeschooling families that can stand with you, can lift you up, can step in and help, you know, when you need it. Don't be afraid to ask for that help and accept it when it's offered. I know sometimes that can be a struggle for single moms. I went through that where people would say, what do you need? And I'd be like, oh, nothing, I'm fine. Don't do that. When people are willing to help, take them up on it as often as you can. It will help, you know, take the load off and help you not feel so alone. That's some great advice. How would you encourage single moms to take care of themselves other than finding that community? What are some other ways they might take care of themselves while they're homeschooling? Uh, Stay in the word. Don't neglect that time with you and God. I think that's across the board for moms everywhere, but especially single moms. We've got a, a lot on your plate. You have a lot of responsibilities. It's easy to put that on the back burner, but the second that you do, you're going to see it cause ripples of trouble everywhere else. And then also make time for yourself. Even if it's 15 minutes a day, you've got to take care of yourself so that you can be the mom that you want to be and get the things done that you want to get done. You know, make time to paint your nails once a week or take a bubble bath or let your kids watch a movie while you go take a nap every now and then. Whatever it is that you like to do that helps you to feel refreshed, make sure that you're making time for that. I got a little pop quiz for you. Are you ready? Yes. Coffee or tea? Neither. A little bit country or a little bit rock and roll? Definitely a lot of bit country. Well-trained mind or Unschoolers Anonymous? Oh, if I had to pick, I would go with well-trained mind. Early bird or night owl? Neither. Okay. (laughs) She's an afternoon kind of girl. I'm really on the ball from about nine to four. (laughs) (laughs) Craft or read aloud? Read aloud. Lap book or workbook? Lap book. Co-op or stay home? Stay home. Bed made or unmade? Definitely made. Bookmark or dog ear? Mark. Sonnet or haiku? Sonnet. Oh, where can people find you online, LaToya? I blog at latoyaedwards.net. And if you go to my site, you will find all my social media outlets, my subscription service, all right there on the home page. And all of those great single homeschooling mom resources are there as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. And there you have it. Episode 14 and season one of the Homeschool Snapshots podcast is in the books. If you have a comment or a question for either LaToya or for me, you can head on over to edsnapshots.com forward slash 14. And there you can leave us a message in the comments on the show notes. 
And you can also get links to the resources and books that LaToya and I chatted about today. Now, I'm not gone for good, only for the summer. And I just want to tell you how much I have enjoyed spending this first season with you guys. All of your emails and comments and Facebook messages have made everything so worth it. I just love hearing from you. So don't be a stranger. If you have someone you would like to hear from on the podcast, shoot me an email at pam at edsnapshots.com. We're lining those up for the fall season, and we just can't wait to be back with you. In the meantime, have a great summer, and until then, you know it, keep on homeschooling. Homeschooling.